Hey, Julie. Guys, what a week it's been. Uh, I'm Danielle, and I'm going to be hosting our podcast solo this week. I know a lot of you are probably very disappointed. Trust me, I miss Brett too, but today is his birthday, so he's off gallivanting around the USA, as one should. When you're not prisoner in the Big Brother house, you should be out celebrating your birthday. You know, you want to be the Raffy, the stuffed giraffe of your birthday, not the Bridget of your birthday. Love yourself. It's not going to be a super long episode this week. I only have a few thoughts and I don't want to do a long monologue because I'm sure that will bore all of you. Um, but I do feel like a lot happened that needs some form of commentary. So I'm going to go ahead and give you Danielle's biggest hits and flops of the week in the Big Brother house. Be forewarned without Brett here to remind me that I'm not supposed to talk about spoilers on the feeds. I might talk about spoilers on the feeds. So if you're a purist, you may not want to listen to this episode. First of all, I want to say Julie Chen has never looked better in her life. She was wearing a vision of a dress. It was like a blueberry cream pie of a dress. And she just looked fresh, summery, fun. She was wearing her best because she probably knew, as we all knew, that Davon was not long for this house and she wanted to dress to impress to meet the queen herself. Yeah, that's right. I just skipped Wednesday's episode completely. You know why? Because it doesn't matter. Okay, great. Polly won the veto. He he took down himself and put up Davon. Davon was assured that she was a pawn. Everyone lied to her face. Big Meech and Zakia were pretty sure that the plan was going to stay the same. Paul is a, just the biggest disappointment of my life. And let Polly basically run his head of household. Paul was so adamant. He so wanted Bridget out, but he's a wimp. And he's a, I hate to use this as a derogatory term, a pussy, you guys. Now, I truly already regret using that term as if it denotes weakness when we all know that the pussy is very strong and usually does what it's supposed to do. Um, so maybe that's not the right term for Paul. I don't know if you guys can write in and let me know what you think we should be calling Paul in a mean, uh, rude way. I would appreciate it because right now I'm not imaginative enough to think of something. All I can say is how frustrating this, I think a lot of people thought was a make or break week in the big brother house because we have a very clear villain right now. And that is Polly who got, who he shaved something happened to his face between Wednesday's episode and Thursday's and it's not good. He's got some very long, almost mutton choppy sideburns. I mean, I guess props for experimenting with your look in the house because you must be very bored, but it was a not hot. It was the opposite of how Julie Chen looked last night. And I truly believe, for one, that it is because the evil that lurks deep within his soul has begun to manifest itself outwardly. The evil has seeped through his pores, onto his face, and no form of facial uh, hair reconstruction can hide the deformity that has taken place on his face. It's 
completely possible that he looks exactly the same as he did when he first came into the house, but I'm so uh, traumatized by how much I dislike him now that that's what's making me see that. But you know what? I'm going to go with my own evil soul theory. So speaking of Polly, I want to go back to a comparison I made a couple weeks ago about Polly. Polly is a cocky monster who I maintain is the Jackie Jr. from The Sopranos of the Big Brother house. If you'll recall, Jackie Jr. had Meadow Soprano doing his homework, going down on him, uh, trying to get her to have sex with him when she was feeling sick. He was just a little brat who was too in love with himself and his own legacy. (coughs) Cough, cough, Cody. That... He couldn't see what was going on all around him, which was that everybody hated him. And eventually, he had to get whacked. I do believe that this is Polly's fate in the Big Brother house. His fate has been foretold by the most important television show of our time, other than Big Brother, The Sopranos. And if you guys don't recall this storyline, highly recommend refreshing your memory because this is an incredible comparison that really holds up. Now, in this comparison, that makes Zakia the Meadow Soprano of the house. And I think that that is also pretty apt. Meadow was fairly useless, but she was a good girl, a little bit of a brat, had a lot of issues with men thanks to her dad. I don't know what Zakia's uh, uh, father situation is, but I think we can all agree that she does not love herself uh, enough. Because she keeps going back to Polly. I I mean, I don't think there are any Zolly fans left. If you're a Zolly fan and still rooting for these two people to get together, you're pretty much rooting for Zakia to have her heart broken. And I don't want to know you because that's a sad thing to root for. This poor girl has been through the ringer time and time again. She keeps going back. I think we need to discuss uh, she and Meech were totally blindsided. They had no clue that... Zayvon was going home. She was one of their allies. She was someone who's Zakia, a true friend for Zakia in the house, that they could both talk to each other and have an honest conversation about anything. Now that's gone. And so Zakia truly is, maybe even more so than Meadow Soprano, Zakia is the mob mafia wife kept in the dark. She knows her husband's doing something out there on the streets to make the money to buy that fur coat, but she doesn't know how deep it goes. She's really, she's like the K in The Godfather. Michael is slowly closing the door in her face. She's never going to be a part of this. She's never going to truly know what's going on. And she just doesn't have the ambition to get out there and make her own thing. So, sorry, Zakia. Um, not, I'm not feeling very faithful to you right now. And I do want to make something very clear. I know I say I hate Polly. We all hate Polly. Um, I have to say, I at least respect the fact that he's playing the game. I think if these other losers got off their ass and started trying to actually do something, Polly would be a much less of a pill to swallow. But because he's the only one who's consistently trying to do anything and calling any shots, he's a lot easier to dislike. Just wanted to put that out there. I'm glad he's actually playing the game. And so, as I mentioned, we have our villain of the house. We have our Polly, Jackie Jr. But now that day's gone, who's going to be our hero? Who's going to save this season? Guys, I went through all the cast members and tried to come up with a scenario where they would be the one. 
and I'm just not seeing it. Zakia, I know we all want Zakia to be this woman scorned Beyonce lemonade, rise from the ashes of her broken heart to avenge herself kind of player. But let's face it, I just don't think that's going to happen. Zakia, I hate to say it, is a flop. She was so close to winning the HOH competition last night. She looked so strong. She looked like she had the, you know, burning, intense fire lit within her. And immediately when she thought she was safe, dropped off. She dropped off before Polly. I would have loved to see her at least beat Polly in something just to prove to herself that she could. But she just gave up, stepped off. I mean, this girl doesn't have the fire. Why Why is she, Why is Zakia here? Why is she in the Big Brother house? What does she want from this experience? What? She wants to go on a one sad date with, with I almost called him Cody, with Polly once it's all said and done that he's going to do out of a feeling of, well, I let her on all summer, so I guess I better take this girl out on one date. He's going to be a snot throughout. He's going to take her to Olive Garden. Don't get me wrong, I love breadsticks, but after leading a girl on for three months, you could take her somewhere nicer. He's going to take her to Olive Garden. He's definitely, even if he wins Big Brother and gets that $500,000, definitely going to ask her to split the bill. And Polly, mark my words, is one of those guys who after a dinner out goes through each item one by one and is like, you know what? You had the chicken on the salad and I didn't. So you actually owe $3 more. Uh, oh, and you had the seltzer. That's $2. Uh, so if you could just throw in, or maybe you can get tip. Like Zakia really played herself and it's getting harder and harder for me to feel bad for her, honestly. So she's not the one who's going to take him down. Uh, Bridget, I think we've already established our feelings on Bridget. Bridget's a loser. She last night, was a great opportunity for her to assert herself in some way and uh, win HOH again. I know she's injured, but she was the second out. So not only is she a loser at the HOH competition, she's a have-not for the week. Bridget is not long for this. I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that because she's floated by this far. seems like she might keep on floating because she's not that big a target having no one in the house. Natalie came so close. So this was a good competition because someone at CBS finally decided to uh, keep the feeds on after the episode. So I was able to watch a lot of this. And I like to go to bed very early, but it was a very gripping HOH challenge. And Natalie held on to the end. It was her and Victor for, I want to say, an hour. And she was spinning. She looked like she was going to throw up. I mean, it took all of her might. She was playing for her mom. See, I can't say that Natalie's a loser. I know Brett made his voice known in that regard, but, I mean, she came so close. Even though she technically is a loser because she lost to Victor, she's still a winner to me, and she's still got potential. And I think if there's any hope for us, the viewers, to have a hero against Polly, it's still Natalie. Because as much as I love Big Meech, I think her whininess that... Again, I enjoy watching, and I think it's kind of funny, has made her a really big target. I mean, they're already talking about putting her up 
uh, this week when she should have been, she's in with those guys. She was in, so she should have been safe. But I think people are just tired of her crying, tired of her complaining, tired of her puking on the floor. <laughs> Something that happened during the HOH ceremony, so look forward to seeing that on Sunday night. Um, James. Literally who? Uh, James has done nothing? I'm not sure what James's strategy is in this game. Uh, I still like him. He's Out of all these guys, he's probably my current favorite guy personality wise but again there's just not a lot going on nicole obsessed with Corey still nicole i actually see a lot of potential for her to be a really fun interesting player i mean i she's she's a rat for sure but i don't hold that against anyone i like people being sneaky and self-serving but that's the problem she's not being self-serving i think Corey's using her as a human shield, and she's completely oblivious to it. He will cut her within a second's notice, and she's going to end up in jury thinking, oh, God, I'm, I've been eliminated from this game again for not having my eye on the prize again. And it's just a real bummer. What the frick, Nicole? What the frick? As I said, Corey's the lamest. Corey is the biggest flop competition-wise of all of these people. I mean, for someone who so, looks so big and strong, Corey is so weak. He's weak in the mind, weak in the upper body strength, judging from last night's HOH competition. Corey has literally nothing going for him in this game. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's he's cute. He's He offers some really weird ramblings that the editors like to cut into hashtag segments. But other than that, I just, what's, what's Corey going to do? Corey against Polly is like a hummingbird versus a machine gun. I mean, there, there's no hope for Corey in this game whatsoever. And he's lucky he get, I guess has those looks that have mesmerized Nicole because without her, he would be lost in this game he's so bad at competitions he only won the one because it was thrown to him i mean literally at this point zakia is better at competitions than him if someone had thrown zakia a a competition she would have been technically equal to him i think in reality she is better than him but (sighs) that just makes them both flops any in my opinion and then we've got victor 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 who has been warned several times who has been evicted by Polly and promised in his battle back episode that he was going to go after Polly. He's been warned by Tiffany. He's been warned by Bronte. He's been warned by Devon on her way out the house has no like has no reason to lie. She has nothing to lose. She gave him a warning it's in one ear out the other with this guy. I mean, it's painful to watch. It's it's boring to watch. He's not going to do anything. I mean, thank goodness he's good looking because he's offering me nothing else at this point. That's the only thing Victor can offer me in this game that no one else will offer me right now. And I know you're all thinking, what about Paul? Because I was at one point ready to marry Paul... And have his hairy, bearded babies, but the power has gone to his head. The safety has made him unbearable. He's too safe, once again, and he needs to get shook 
But no one in that house is going to be doing any shaking. As long as he's with Polly and they have their bromance a-blossoming, he's safe. And so he's sort of the second-in-command to Polly. Real quick, I know a big to-do was made about uh, Paul's family segment last night. These segments can be fun. They can shed an interesting light on a different personality aspect of the house guests that we haven't yet seen. I think it was a frustrating episode for this to come because it can't... We should have spent more time seeing Davon try to campaign or something. I mean, this was the true star of this season, her going home episode. I didn't really care about Paul's family. That having been said, it was fun to meet my now ex-future in-laws. Paul's parents are adorable. I loved them. I would gladly spend time at their gorgeous house with them in the backyard, grilling up kebabs and chilling in the hot tub. So, Paul, can't wait for that invite after the show. Look, I know I said I was over him, but parents have a very strong effect on me. I love parents. So that did buy him a little bit of sympathy with me. I saw a lot of people actually tweeting about why can't Paul's parents be on the show. And it did raise another reason why this season is a little blah. I mean, we've all sort of talked about this before, but everyone's the same age and has the same life experience. Davon had a kid that gave her a certain sense of maturity and uh, perspective, but she was really it. And now all we're left with are a bunch of 20-somethings who, aside from Polly, aren't really playing the game that hard. They're just sort of chilling out, a lot of sleeping, a lot of incessant insecurities being talked about. And look, I get it. It's human. We all have our insecurities. But there's something about this group where, you know, every time Victor or Paul talks, I'm like, this is a front. I understand you're not a fully formed human yet, so you have to... Put do a lot of talking, not a lot of walking. I get it. Same for the girls. The girls, I mean, girls wear their insecurities on their sleeves a little bit more and asking, am I getting fat? Am I ugly? Am I good enough for Polly? Yes, Ikea, you're way better than Polly. But it's just a lot of the same note over and over again, and I think it would have been nice to have the dimension of more older, experienced guests. It is just tough because Devon was certainly someone who I was really rooting for. Now, yeah, all I have left in the house to truly root for is Natalie. And she needs... We really screwed her over by not sending her a good America's Care package. I don't know if James has her back as much as we want him to. And I'm just worried. I'm worried, guys. But listen, I'm an optimist. I'm not canceling my feeds. I'm not going to stop watching. I'm here for this. I'm going to be in 18 till the bitter end until exactly two days after and BB-19 starts and then we can forget this season ever happened. Guys, how excited are you for Big Brother 19? I think that having it online only is a great extension of the brand. I'm super excited that Julie Chen is hosting because you know if she's hosting, then it's not going to be some low-budget affair. I think that having the Chen bot there is going to add a certain stamp of this is real, this isn't just a cheap way for us to milk this cash cow for all it's worth. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I hope people are applying so that we can have some really interesting house guests for 19 to help uh, take the sting of 18 away a little bit. I'm saying anyone who's listening to this who's over the age of 
29 who has any kind of life experience that they can actually bring to the show, I'm begging you, please apply. I myself don't fall into that criteria, so I won't be applying. Frankly, I don't think Brett does either. Um, but I know we speak for everyone when we say we'd appreciate seeing some more dimensions in the casting for Big Brother 19. Anyway, what we have to look forward to, America's Care Package has to be sent. I personally voted for Michelle about 60 times, so I hope others did too. I would just like to see the power, some sort of power get shifted to a minority in the house. I don't know that uh, Michelle has that much that much time in the house left in her. She seems to be having a breakdown every day, but I would like to give her a bit of a boost and like to show the braggadocio guys that they're not fan favorites. Um, so that's who I voted for. Fingers crossed that she gets it. Uh, Victor is head of household. Who's he going to put up? It looks like he's got Polly and Paul telling him what to do. So he'll probably end up doing whatever they want. Uh, it's not that exciting. Would love to see someone interesting win the veto and some sort of power shift. But really, who knows at this point, guys? Who knows? That's going to be it for this episode. I don't mean to end on a sour note. I am still into the show and excited and hope that there's always a chance for drama in the Big Brother house. That's what makes it such a fun show. So let's hold out for that, okay? Uh, guys, make sure to tweet at us at HeyJulieBB or email us at HeyJulieBigBrother at gmail.com. Uh, we love getting your emails. We've been getting some really fun ones and they really brighten our days. Uh, I'm at Danny Mott. Brett is at Brett Raider on Twitter. And listen, let's all send some good vibes this week to hope that some sort of shining light, some sort of light bulb moment happens with Paul looking at Polly so that we can have a sort of clash of the current Titans in power. Cause that would be really fun to watch. Um, Let's send those vibes into the air. You never know. You never know. Hashtag fight the PP power. Um, thank you again so much for listening and for your reviews and subscribing and stars on iTunes and wherever you listen. We super appreciate it. Brett will be back from his travels next week at some point. So if you missed our sparkling dialogue, I don't blame you. <laughs> I really tried to recreate it by myself. Don't know how successful I was, but we'll have it back for you guys next week. And have a great weekend. Bye, Julie.